0: This is Jenna St. Clair. We hope you enjoy this podcast from Scario.com.
1: We recommend listening on the SoundWise app. The script for every episode of the Scario.com podcast is included in the SoundWise app, so you can read along as you listen. The Hook. Hey there, Daddy-O, it's crock number 69 on your radio dial with your roaring brother Bearcat playing the newest tracks on wax. It's the Rockin' Weekend Dance Party.
0: The car sure is nice, Bobby.
1: Yeah, she's mint. I want to go racing real bad.
0: You're so brave, Bobby. That's why all of us girls like you so much.
1: Consider, if you will, a young couple on their first date. Everything seems to be going well, and they're both having a good time. Until they cross into the Twilight Gallery.
0: Are we going up Lover's Lane to the Overlook, Bobby?
1: You know it. Lover's Lane, or Sex Drive. (laughs) Ha ha ha
0: ha so bad. I don't know if we should be kissing yet. I mean, we've been friends for a while and I like you, but this is our first date and I'm nervous. A little.
1: It's just a little kissing, baby. Don't be such a square. What could go wrong? Susie hops across the seat to cuddle with Bobby, leaning her head on him and looking outside as the headlights reveal the road ahead. Trees line the road on either side growing up over the pavement, making a long, dark, curvy tunnel. The moon barely able to blink and shine through the leaves and branches, making strange patterns on the tree trunks, the road, and the windshield.
0: It's kinda creepy, don't you think, Bobby?
1: Nah, Suze, it's a great night. We're gonna have a swell time. Just you watch. Here we are. Bobby rolls to a stop where the woods open to a cliff's edge, looking out over the small town of Redford Falls. After he kills the motor and sets the parking brake, he turns to Susie, excitedly pulling her up to him, kissing her. This is an emergency announcement from the Red Ford Falls Police Department. The Elm Street Asylum reports an escaped patient who poses great danger to citizens of Red Ford Falls. Dr. Lecter of the Asylum reports the man has a ferocious need to kill, the strength of ten men, and a sharp metal hook in place of his right hand.
0: Bobby, we can't stay here. We could be in danger.
1: Nah, Suze, we're miles from town. Susie is buttoning up her blouse while Bobby is nuzzling her neck.
0: Bobby, I hear something outside the car. It could be that maniac from the hospital. He has a hook for a hand and the strength of ten men.
1: It's a squirrel or something, Suze. They come running when the cars show up. Some kids toss them popcorn after they've been to the movies.
0: There it is again, Bobby. I don't think it's squirrels, Bobby. Let's just go. We got to get out of here. Let's go back to town.
1: Ah, jeez, Suze, I'll get out and check it for you. No, but Bobby is out of the car, slamming the door shut on Susie, leaving her alone. Hello, are you a murderous nutcase? Bobby? No, come back here <laughs> uh, help. Help, he's got me. Susie, run. Susie fumbles with the door handle, her hands trembling as she gets a good grip on it when Bobby's face slams against her window. Ha <laughs> ha I got you, Susie Myers.
0: Darn it, Bobby, if you don't get back in this car this instant.
1: Okay, okay. I'm coming right now, Mom.
0: Stop it. I'm really scared, Bobby.
1: A loud thump against Susie's car door shocks both of our lovebirds back to reality. The car rocks violently, and a loud scraping sound fills their ears. The engine is cranking, but not starting as Susie buries her face in Bobby's side, crying. Finally, the motor roars to life, and Bobby slams it in reverse, releasing the brake and popping the clutch at the same time. We're out of here, Susie. You're okay. Sorry I scared you so bad. We just got the willies. That radio announcer got us going and our imagination took over, that's all.
0: I thought you were dying. I thought that monster had you, Bobby.
1: I know. I'm sorry. But we're okay now. See? Rolling back into town, cool as two cucumbers.
0: I know. That actually was very brave. You getting out of the car back there, I would never.
1: I knew I was safe, Susie. That guy didn't have time to get from Elm Street all the way up to the mountain like that. We just got all worked up over it. Let our imagination run away with us. They arrive at Susie's house. Bobby rolls the car to the curb and stops. We'll have more fun next time, Suze, I promise. Then he jumps out of the car and walks around the front, turning towards Susie as he rounds the corner. The headlights shine upwards, making his face a macabre and terrifying version of Bobby as he shudders, stops, staring with his mouth frozen open. A look of horror distorts his eyes, opened wide and locked on the right side of the car at Susie's door.
0: What? What is it, Bobby?
1: His hand trembles. His face is twisted into a painful grimace as he slowly raises his arm and he points at the door handle and screams. It's a bloody hook.
0: We hope you've enjoyed this podcast from scario.com
1: copyright 2020 scario.com some content used with permission from various authors.